Uh, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust.com. Whether you're entering the real estate market as a buyer or a seller, um, it could feel like you're rolling the dice, hoping against hope to hit uh, seven. No guarantee that the housing market is going to stay stable. In fact, it looks like house values are headed for a plunge in the not too distant future if some of the experts are right. Mm. Who knows? Um, Real Estate Agents I Trust is a company that I started um, many years ago. Be able to help you connect with the nation's top real estate agents. These are the best of the best, and they know not only how to get the ball moving, but how to keep it moving as well. So don't let this get you down. Get a hold of them today. Get the best real estate agent in your area. Uh, As deemed by us, the people that you know really know the system have a great track record and treat you right you know because you started this company because of a real estate disaster yes. so that's thank uh, you that was your thank motivation. you for reminding me real estate agents i trust.com the name says it all real estate agents i trust.com step closer to all being able to join a labor union or better yet just pay a labor union even though we don't want to pay the labor union or be a part of a labor union yes all of your dreams are coming true what is your line in the sand we begin in 60 seconds the glenn beck program I want to talk to you a little bit about American financing. I hate to go all chicken little on you about the United States economy, but uh, sometimes the sky really is falling. The whole weird past year has seen a dramatic decrease in mortgage rates throughout the housing industry. And during that time, I've advised you to check out American financing and see if they can save you a bundle of money every month by refinancing your own mortgage. And while you're at it, uh, bundling in all of those other debts that you have into that mortgage without resetting your loan. Now, now is the time that uh, things are starting to dwindle down a bit. Mortgage rates are still incredibly low. Stu has one in the twos now. Yep, and and I, I'm, I'm disappointed I don't have one in the ones. <laughs> now I want them to pay me. I, yeah, I would like to get a negative interest rate there myself. <laughs> uh, they're beginning to trickle back up, and once again, the ship has sailed. And when it has sailed, my friend, you're about to see a lot of, a lot of carnage in the economy. Now... Here's what I want you to do right now or sometime today. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440. American Financing, 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So today is the day that here in Texas, uh, they've lifted all of the COVID restrictions. We're back to the way we were a year ago. A year ago, 
Uh, we've opened the doors of the Mercury Studios. It's a little like uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, except no one in a crowd outside waiting to get in. <laughs> I'm surprised. Yeah. The, everyone hasn't rushed back in. <laughs> right. It's like, whoa, I, well, what? Yeah, everyone complains about, I can't go out. I can't go out. I think this is going to be the exception. People are going to be like, I kind of like working at home. Yeah. I kind of like working at home. So I think that's good with the way this is going to Gonna yeah, happen. but I mean, you Maryland know, just announced they're going to reopen hmm. uh, everything here coming up. On, I think on Friday, hmm. uh, Connecticut has announced it. Mississippi. Oh my gosh! Montana, why are they trying to kill Texas. people? I know. Well, they're just irresponsible. The New York Times has a list of mostly open, mixed, and mostly closed businesses, mm-hmm. and now there are currently no more states in mostly closed. There are only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think nine, eight, eight states that are still in mixed and everything else is quote unquote. And what's crazy is this has gone against what the progressives have wanted. I mean, people are starting to open things back up and every time, at least when a red state does it, uh, you're condemned. Yeah. There's this dumb thing that happens that when a red state does it, they're condemned. I mean, Texas got just slaughtered in the media because they're opening up to 100%. No one seemed to notice. In fact, a lot of people that I know, because I grew up in Connecticut, were very critical of Texas for their uh, reopening, didn't seem to notice the next day when Connecticut announced basically the same thing. So let me switch subjects here because I think this is really exciting. The House has passed Protecting the Right to Organize Act. Ooh. This yeah. has got to be good. I could, it's protecting yeah. something. It's a right. Well, we have a right to organize yeah. and petition our government. You know what I mean? So do we need so, an act for it? Because I yeah. think it's in the Constitution already. I think we can, I think we can organize. We have a, a right to organize. We have a right to come together and... Oh, no, wait, but wait, 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 wait. No, that's to say things against the government. We don't have that right, right? Mm. They were taking that right away. You can't get together. You can't get together. You can't congregate. You can't. I mean, that's really dangerous stuff. You're a radical if you want that. However, if you want to uh, have a union, you're you're set. If you don't want to have a union, it kind of sucks for you. The House passed the Protecting the Right to Organize, the PRO Act, a bill that would substantially amend existing U.S. labor law. In a 225 to 206 vote Tuesday evening, five Republicans voted with the Democrats in favor. One Democrat voted with Republicans against it. It is a wish list for union leaders. If you didn't know who controlled the union, I mean, who controlled the Democratic Party, you certainly do now. It is. uh, It's amazing. Um, the ranking member of the House Education and Labor Community, uh, uh, Committee added that unions have pushed the bill to stop declining union membership, which has taken place over the last 60 years. It forces unionization of workers who don't necessarily want to join a union or pay union dues. Republicans proposed a series of amendments to the PRO Act, which were rejected by the Democrats. One rejected amendment proposed uh, would have required unions with a president or vice president who has been convicted of a felony within the last three years to file more detailed financial disclosures with the Department of Labor. So, So that one was going too far. You don't. You don't want to have to actually ask somebody who's been convicted of a felony. 
in the last three years. Right. Four years ago, you could have murdered an entire group of school children right. with bowling balls. But three, as long as it's not within the last exactly three years. Exactly right. That's, exactly yeah, right. That's, and, and, totally and listen, that didn't pass, thank goodness. So you could have murdered a bunch of school children with bowling balls <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> right. And uh, you don't have to answer Good. any questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The PRO Act is a, uh, a compilation of various policy changer, changes that the labor unions support, which would make it easier for unions to organize private sector employees. The bill would remove workers' ability to vote against unionization. Listen to this. Via secret ballot elections. So when they're voting, should we have a union or not? You have to, do, you have to stand up and go, Uh, I'm against the union thugs. (laughs) That's going to work out well for you. I mean, that's crazy. That is crazy. A secret ballot is one of the main cornerstones of America. I'd like a uh, horse head in my bed. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) Uh, I'd like to just give the address of my children's school right now. Um, It gives the National Labor Relations Board, not the workers, a final say in the decision to unionize a workforce. The PRO Act would also nullify the right to work laws that exist in 27 states. So we have a right to work law. Uh, Not anymore. I mean, that's really bad. you, You see over and over again that the right to work states outperform. Every time unionizing states every time uh, over and over again. I mean, I have just a uh, I mean, a quick story. Uh, In fact, two. the first time I met Don Imus, uh, I was 18 years old and I was up at WNBC in New York and I had come from WNBC, BC. Where was I at the time? I think I was in Washington, WPGC, and it was not a union uh, radio station. And I go to WNBC where my friend was working and he, it was still a music station at the time. And they had him in one booth just to say 66 WNBC. This is, you know, whoever. That's what he did. They had a member of the musicians union. It was the only person that could touch the records at the time. They were still playing records. The only one that could touch the record was a member of the musicians union and he would touch the record and grab it and then he would put it on the turntable then a second person which was a uh a member of the what was it technicians union he could actually put the needle on the uh record and cue it up then you'd have your board op start the record and the jock was in a different in a room. different room, and all he would do is talk. Okay, so you had in a and job they, I, that it, I was doing myself, you had to have four people do, and they didn't. They couldn't even turn their microphones on. No, right? they couldn't. That had to be the board op to yes. do that. Yes, I mean that is incredible, incredible, and incredible. What happens to, like when the technician is putting the needle on the record and he mistakenly touches the record? Does he spontaneously combust? How does that work? I don't. I don't really know. Okay. But they were very, very serious about it because I. <laughs> was mocking it and uh, he was like don't mock it yeah don't mock it don't right. mock it i'll be dead by tomorrow because it's protecting jobs, jobs that didn't need to exist so it started the radio union started because they started replacing orchestras you know they would have singers come in and bands come in and everything else so all of those musicians <laughs> lost their jobs soon as the record came in 
And so the union said, you can't play records. What are you talking about? Of course, we're going to play records. It's cheaper. It's better. It's consistent. No, it can't do that. Look at all the musicians that are going to be put out of work. Well, yeah, it's called progress. Okay, well, then if you're going to do that, we're going to organize. They organized and said musicians union members had to be the one that moved the the record. Okay, so former musicians were like, yeah, I used to play the horn. Now I'm just doing this. Unbelievable. Okay, the second story, we were in New York, and we were building a studio. And it took us how long to build the studio? We had 20,000, 16,000 square feet total, and about 8,000 of it was studio space. We built one, two three studios but the walls were already up okay it was already a radio station all we had to do was just um put some sheetrock up change the look of everything you know do some painting and wallpaper some lights drop the consoles into things that were already there uh and it took us about a year and it was the biggest pain in the butt ever and everything was waiting for the unions sorry can't touch that no, I just I was wondering if you could just I mean, could you just plug that in? Because we're ready to go. If you um, sorry, different union. I'll plug it in. Nope. No, nope, can't do that. Can't do it. Mm-hmm. And if it is plugged in, you're fined. OK, we came down to Texas, mm-hmm. a right to work state. We took an 80,000 square foot studio and we built the sets. We uh, hung the lights and we made it into a digital broadcast studio. It was a film studio. We built a digital broadcast center and we did the first draft in a week. In a week, we had nothing. And in a week, we had a studio. That's the difference between unions and a right to work state. Now, here's the really bad part. You don't get to choose anymore whether you like to join a union or not. All of this is based on that horrible, horrible uh, labor law in California for the um, the uh, what do you call it? The I can think only think of bit economy, but it's not. It's the uh, gig economy, gig economy, Mm -hmm. Uh, the gig economy. Remember, California took it apart. And they passed a law that said, no, 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 you can't. You have to have a 40-hour work week. You can't do a bid economy because it's, it's just too bad for people. It's just horrible. Well, no. In fact, it was so disliked by the public that California had a referendum and they voted against it. So they put it in and then the people rose up and said, no, n- n- you're not saying no to a gig economy. And the stats on a gig economy are astounding. And that's what they're going after. They're not only going after all the mom and pop businesses. They're not only going after our economy. They're not only trying to help the unions because they've had a 60-year decline because everybody knows how much they suck. I mean, I wouldn't... I mean, look, I'm not saying that the mob exists. 
if it, no, if no. it did, it, it would be great, but I'm sure it doesn't. That's that thing from the movies, right? The mom. Yeah, the mom. They, that's yeah. not a real. I'm sure that that's not If a, it did exist, we'd be for it. Uh, yes, we mm-hmm. would absolutely be yeah, for we, it. We'd yeah, we'd love it, and we think they are great guys doing a good job for Man, America. I love them. But, I love uh, them but they, they don't exist. They don't exist at all. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> uh, we'll tell you about the uh, stats and what this is really going to affect. It's going to reach in to you in just a minute. Literally 60 seconds. Our uh, our sponsor is Patriot Mobile. It used to be the case that, you know, when you went with one of the major mobile carriers, uh, you would go and you would get great service. And that was it because you didn't want to get stuck with some mom and pop cell company that worked as well as, you know, the tin cans with a string. It's not like that anymore. The, those smaller companies, they are on the same cell towers as the big carriers, which means their service is just as good. Their customer service is usually better, and they have customizable plans that can save you a buttload of money. I mean, a lot of money. Here's the clincher. Right now, if you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're not going to be donating money from your bill to leftist causes. A lot of the time, big mobile companies like Verizon are supporting things like Planned Parenthood. So if you have Verizon, you're paying for, you know, the promotion of abortions. You can avoid all that and get great service and great coverage with Patriot Mobile. This month, get free premier active uh, activation where they'll set up the phone for you. You can keep your phone or get a new one. Keep your number. A special gift with the offer code Beck is also included. Same service, lower price, and the values you believe in. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Or call 972-PATRIOT. 10 seconds, station ID. So we're going to talk to Mike Lee about this later, Um, but this the PRO Act, if it passes in the Senate, will cost employers up to forty five billion dollars in added labor costs. It will not only do that, uh, but it will uh, threaten the private ballot. As we said, you have to vote and raise your hand. I vote against the union. It imposes California's disastrous independent contractor test. It jeopardizes employers' right to free speech. It threatens the loss of a job should workers choose not to pay union dues. You have to do it. Now, here's the here's the problem. Uh, 80% of the people who are working in the gig economy choose to work in the gig economy. They want to work that way. They want to be an independent contractor. 40% of those who do work in the gig economy make $100,000 a year. Excuse me, what? 40%? That's, that can't be true. Seems completely impossible. Seems impossible. But you got to remember, you're talking about people sometimes with very high skills, plumbers, Sure. You know, mm-hmm. th- that's a gig. You're not you're not under. So I wonder, too, not necessarily making one hundred thousand dollars from the gig economy. Like, I know there's a lot of people who, you know, we take Ubers and things all the time. And 
a lot of people like work other jobs and just do this for a little extra cash or they may have a full-time job where they're making lots of like sales calls or whatever and they just kind of throw this in in between and you can make some i mean you could definitely make some solid money well i know 80 percent don't do it uh, because 80 uh, percent do it because they want to that's the way they wow. want to work 80 yeah. percent want to work but the gig what, economy what do they know about what they want i know you know if they we only understand. had a large government who could yeah. tell us what we are supposed to well, believe about our own lives good news <gasps> Stu. this one's coming from colorado uh, a bill titled Digital Communications Re- Regulation Ooh. is now seeking in Colorado the, uh, the creation of a digital communications division under the Department of Regulatory Agencies to regulate online content available in the state. And the division is going to be run by a new committee. And they're going to serve as the arbiters of truth. Under the legislation proposed now by Democratic State Senator Kerry Donovan, the new commission will be tasked with the authority to investigate, hold hearings on claims filed with the division that accuse particular platforms in, uh, of engaging in what the government declares unlawful conduct. Such conduct under the, proposed, uh, under the proposal ranges from promoting hate speech to disinformation, fake news and conspiracy theories or content the commission determines is meant to undermine election integrity what could possibly go wrong with this this is colorado uh colorado you better wake up you better wake up can you imagine a committee that is going to sit there and judge what the truth is? <laughs> I thought we already had a truth czar. Do we need a, a truth committee? Well, we do in Colorado. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're busy skiing and stuff. So <laughs> I'm not you sure got what that going for you. <laughs> you know the guy from Arizona uh, that, uh, you know, painted his face and had the horns and he was in the January 6th. This is the, uh, the shaman. QAnon shaman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. A weirdo. I think we'd all agree. <laughs> <laughs> he might even agree to that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, a weirdo. Okay. Um, but he's not being let out of jail now because the judge says that he's still beholden to President Trump. Is that a crime? I Well, apparently it is. Okay. He is, uh, even though he said he's come to terms with the, uh, with the election results, uh, the uh, judge said that to release him, is a risk to commit other crimes because he blatantly lied in his interview contending that police officers welcoming into the ca- into the uh, capital and he's still beholden to president trump oh okay wait what this is the glenn Beck program wouldn't that make you a political prisoner all right now let me take a minute um to ask you just to think about your favorite memories all the home movies that you have from way back when all those pictures all those videotapes on the weird formats i found a format because i'm doing a legacy box i found a format i don't even know what it is i really yeah i i'm looking some at some of these come and go over yeah, yeah and i'm like i don't even know what machine that was for <laughs> um but it anyway seems to be liquid <laughs> what did i use this for uh they're not going to last forever especially if they're on videotape and pictures fade
Well, Legacy Box is here with a simple mail-in service that will digitally preserve all of your memories on a thumb drive, a DVD, or the cloud. You have a ton of old memories. I have, I have a huge box of just tapes of me at, you know, 16 years old on the radio that I'm just, I don't know if I can, I can trust Legacy Box to not take those and embarrass me. So I think that's where they're going. Legacybox.com slash Beck. Get incredible 50% off your first order. Legacybox.com slash Beck. And tonight, back-to-back, Studios America and Glenn Beck on Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks. Over the past few days, I've come to better understand the pain caused by the book I endorsed by Andy No. I've offended not only a lot of people that I don't know, but also the closest to me, including my bandmates. And for that, I'm truly sorry, says the banjo, mem- the banjo player of Mumford & Sons. Mm. As a result of my actions, I'm taking, time away from the ba- I'm taking time away from the band to examine my blind spots. I do that his, all the time. His actions, and again, you, I think you said his actions, which was, he said something positive about the Andy No he book. He read the Andy No book, and then he said, this is worth a read. And oh uh, that hurt a lot of people. Hurt a lot of people. How would someone else reading a book hurt people? Well, because, work, because exactly? a lot of people are influenced by the banjo player in Mumford & Sons. Are they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the banjo player? Yeah. Are you kidding me? How, don't That's they have like what's his face? Banjo players? That's how I'm not. But picture. this is the this is the I might be the mm-hmm. main guy. It might it might be? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a guy most Americans love. Don't necessarily know his name nor follow him, mm-hmm. uh, or are going to the show because they're like that banjo is the best banjo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, the, uh, but they but they do follow him for his uh, tips on what books to read. Okay, so he. So and I, mm. I'd like to know who do you think knows more about Andy No and who he is and what he's done? The person who's criticizing this guy or the guy who actually read the whole book? Oh no! Um, most of the people who came after the banjo player uh, is uh, is they've never read the book. I can of guarantee you, ninety percent of them don't even know how to pronounce "nigo." <laughs> it's true. Uh, none they of them have no read the idea. Book. They have no idea who he is. This guy's done the work. He's actually read the book. He's realized, you know, yeah. what Andy No does, and he's truly and, sorry and, for that. And we've had Andy No on the show many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything at all of legitimate, like, of validity, of, of a valid criticism of him that he should be some this toxic character? I mean, everything I've seen of Andy No is he he's had brain damage because he's been attacked by Antifa members. Mm-hmm. He's he's uh shot. He he put the light on. How many crimes being committed? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He has been critical of a group that is defacing property and committing crimes all over the country. Mm-hmm. He's a gay son of immigrants. 
Asian immigrants. Right. Which right now, all the rage is to uh, make oh, yeah. sure that we say that violence against Asians is bad, except for Andy No, That violence seems to be okay. <laughs> it's totally you can beat fine. the crap out of Andy oh, No yeah. whenever you want. I thought he was Andy No. That's only where, <laughs> the only reason why I beat him to death in the alley is, I swear to you, I thought he was Andy Nago. <laughs> oh, case closed. You're free. You're, You're free, free to go, sir. So, like, but is there is there anything that he's ever done that is legitimately that there's a legitimate criticism of i, I mean you can Here's say what, you think he's uh outsizing the impact of antifa right like i've heard that criticism of him before but that's just an opinion you can say you know i i, I tend to think it's a pretty serious issue so does andy but some people don't think it's that serious ah it's just a portland thing ah it's just happened in, C- in seattle ah it's just happened in all of our 40 great biggest cities people just throw the <laughs> None of those things out, but there's, I mean, as I, sometimes these characters have an one-off comment where you're like, oh my gosh, like that, they shouldn't have said that, but their overall work is still okay. I is, I'm not aware of that even with Andy. No, is there anything this guy has done that is wrong? Not that I know. I know they accuse him of making stuff up. They do. Uh, well, they accuse everybody. Everybody of that. Uh, uh, well, of anyway, that. could I finish this, I'm sorry, please? Yeah, this sorry. heartfelt. <laughs> for now, please know that I realize how my endorsements have the potential to be viewed oh my as approval of hateful, divisive behavior. Well, uh, I mean, look, an endorsement is an imp- approval of uh, of the book. Yeah, but it could potential to be viewed as approval of hateful, divisive behavior. No. That's admitting then that Andy No is being divisive uh, and has hateful behavior, not Antifa, which is hard to square that circle. But I apologize. This was not at all my intention. No, his intention was I read a good book. I know nobody cares about my endorsement. (laughs) Nobody's ever asked me for an endorsement, but I read a good book. You should try it out. I mean, lesson one out of this, of course, is never tweet. Never give your opinion on anything. Stay the hell out of the way. No, I think the opposite uh, needs to happen because I want to know what your line is. But this is nothing. This is not like the Mumford and Sons guy is not you, right? Like you. I'm going to tweet. I am going to tweet today Mm -hmm. my endorsement of his endorsement for Andy No. (laughs) That you're going to make it worse. I'm going to make it worse. But like I, you know, we get paid to come in here and give our opinions on such things. And Mm -hmm. uh, obviously that's why I do it. But Mm -hmm. like if I was in Mumford and Sons, like... Why would I be giving book recommendations? Why would I bother? Why bother with the hassle? And I swear this is what this is, right? Oh, yeah. Stay out of it. This is not him saying Andy No is a hateful character. No. This is him saying, holy crap, I'm in a firestorm. My, my, you know, I don't know if you're a banjo player. My tens of thousands of dollars of job is on the line. There's not a lot of gigs for banjos these days. I can't lose this (laughs) one. It's like it's Mumford and Sons or I'm under a bridge. I'm going to be playing at an old-timey ice cream parlor (laughs) soon. I I could either be in Mumford and Sons or I'm in a Chuck E. Cheese band. (laughs) Those are the two options I have. And they've already automated those. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) So I get it. Like, I understand, especially like if you're not an ideologue right? right if you're if you're just a person who's like ah, this is a cool book and then all of a sudden it blows your life up i can understand why you'd react like this mm-hmm. but it's insane it is legitimately when insane. is somebody just gonna say it's insane that's what i would like him to do you're insane yeah get out get out of I'm my a face banjo player in mumford and you don't read the dumb books i recommend don't read them don't read them I, it's, it's completely insane. 
nuts. This is book burning. This is just shaming people if you say you like a book. Yeah, if you it, say you 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 uh, you think that people should read things, I mean that used to be the badge of honor and intellectual curiosity in America. Mm-hmm. You know, read things, read things you disagree with. I can't tell you how many books I have read that I disagree with. Yeah, and I read them intentionally. You have to know the other side. And you have to know what somebody, especially in really important things where it's going to change everybody's life. I want to hear what the argument is for and against. And I'll decide not in America anymore, especially especially if you are putting hateful jimmies on your ice cream like sprinkles jimmies. Yeah, you grew up in New England. Did you call them Jimmies? No, I called them Sprinkles. Sprinkles. Like a, like a real human being. <laughs> okay, so all all human beings call them They're Sprinkles. Sprinkles is what okay. they are. But, uh, is, it, is there something called Shots, too, that would be in the same... This is, I don't know. That don't sounds know. controversial as well. Um, uh, just Jimmies. Mm-hmm. Just Jimmies. It's the name of an ice cream, and it has been changed now to Just Sprinkles. Now, this is uh, Brigham's Ice Cream in New England. And New England uh, calls sprinkles jimmies, and they have forever. I've heard the term okay. definitely. Yeah, I have too. There. And I've, I've, you're up in New England. You're like, what? Those are sprinkles. No, they're jimmies. No, I'm not eating anything named jimmies. Mm-hmm. So uh, the history of the term jimmies not clear. Several companies have claimed to have invented it, but some people now say, now listen to this. It is a derogatory term related to Jim Crow, <laughs> the racist character caricature that came to stand for discriminatory laws and segregation put into place following the Civil War. Now, this is what New England calls sprinkles. New England got rid of slavery. If New England were a country, it would have been the first country in the world to abolish slavery. Black people were elected to office in the 1700s. Black people had a right to vote. Women had a right to vote. This is New England. Don't think of New England today. Think of New England as a place that gets it. They got it. And it would be a, according to this article, a derogatory term related to Jim Crow. So if you're calling them Jimmies and you're eating them, and they're all different colors, I would think that is making fun, and it's from New England, it's making fun of Jim Crow. And even this seems like a reach, right? It just seems like probably a guy named Jim. Snopes said that's unproven. So now this uh, parent company for uh, Brigham's is saying that they are going to uh, get rid of the word Jimmy, and not because anybody is pressuring them, They said that it was just to ensure that the brand reflects our values and meets our customers' expectations. I don't care what you call it. I don't care if you call your chocolate ice cream with big chunks in it dog crap. If it tastes like dog crap, I'm not going to eat it. I don't think it's the best marketing strategy for you. But you could call it that. And if it's really yummy... What are you doing? I'm having a big old bowl of dog crap. <laughs> In fact, I want to start an ice cream company that will do that just to show you that names mean nothing. 
And in this in this society, I think actually it's better than nothing. I think calling a bowl of ice cream dog crap just to make the point would sell like crazy. Yeah, I mean, there's been companies that have done things like that. They name their products really gross names so that, you know, mainly kids think it's funny and they... I'm eating a bowl of dog crap. <laughs> you can see, you can see it catching on. Yeah, I could, I could. Uh, now the word <laughs> "normal." Tell me which one of these is true, and I'll give you the answer after the break. The word "normal" is now being taken off of products because it's offensive. Or Disney pulls iconic movies Dumbo, The Aristocrats, and Peter Pan from their uh, from their place on disney plus because of racist stereotypes which one of those are true i'll give you the answer here in just a second do you know which one's true i know one of them is true i don't know the other one though one of them is true at least i will say that your money your identity your credibility could be lost of good news and bad news. Bad news is there's a whole army of cyber criminals out there who make it their mission every day to try to take those things from you by any means necessary. They're good at it. This time of year, they're into tax scams. Ah, oh, it's so great. I love that. The government first steals a ton of my money, and then cyber criminals work to steal that, you know, that little bit that they're giving back. Oh, that's great. Here's the good news. LifeLock is here, and they'll help you protect yourself against the stuff from the cyber menace. Now, important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting your life. Each and every one of us put all of our junk out on the Internet. And if if somebody is trying to hack into us and take our our identity, they can do it fast. They can do it in an unbelievable scale. And you're going to be stuck thinking, how do I get my credibility back? How do I get my credit back? lifelock.com right now they will stand and protect you they can't prevent all identity theft or monitor everything but they they catch the things that you're going to miss i think on your own or if you're only monitoring your credit save up to 25 percent at your first year now at lifelock.com if you use the promo code back 1-800-LIFELOCK 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com use the promo code back for 25 percent off the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, Americans. It's uh, Wednesday. We've got a great show for you tonight. If you want to take on the cancel culture, you want to do something that actually matters tonight, we're going to lay out some things that you can actually do and ways that you can save your family and save your uh, your country. Tonight, you don't want to miss it. At 9 o'clock, only on Blaze TV. BlazeTV.com. Make sure you, uh, you watch tonight. Okay. So which one of these stories is true? Disney pulls the iconic movies? Or uh, the word normal is removed from products? I believe the true um, one is normal being removed from products. I believe it's Unilever. You, yeah, hand cream and yep. yeah, like normal yeah. skin, dry hair, normal hair. They're taking yes. normal off. So of they're the taking normal off of all of their products in pack packaging. Um, they say that's that's not going to fix the problem alone, but it is an important step forward. Now I don't know what problem we're trying to fix here. 
that some things are normal. Some things are average. Something. What? What are we trying to fix? We're here? just trying to get rid of the concept of, of normality. Normal? Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So now they're going to. They they say the problem. Now think about this. This is Dove. So where do they have normal anywhere? I mean, how are you? This is for normal people. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, of course no. not. So where are they doing? It's on the tiny print that says for normal. To dry skin conditions. Okay. Okay. So they're going to replace it um, on their shampoo from normal to dry hair. They're now going to say for dry and damaged hair. Well, then do I get that if I have not dry and damaged hair? Wait, so people would rather be called damaged than normal? Well, just the hair. Just <laughs> right, the hair. I, it's I not know. You. Well, then if it's then, why are you changing it if it's just the hair? So well, normal because it's normal. You're normal, okay. or if you have damaged hair. So you can be insane and have damaged hair, and you could still use that soap. <laughs> That's good to hear. But like, if what if you just have hair that isn't dry or damaged? Which, right. What do you do? I don't know because they won't say what's normal. Let me guess. Use another brand. That's probably what the answer yeah, is. Yeah, I think stay, <laughs> st- uh, you know, stay away from Unilever. So we, now again, this was not due to a cancel culture thing. They just did it on their own because they did a uh, they did a focus group in nine different countries, and they I'm, I'm guessing they you know added phrases like. Does normal, do you think the word normal could hurt people's feelings? Do, do you think, because I can't imagine anybody seeing a, a line for normal to damage tear and going, oh my gosh, that oh hurts. my gosh, that hurts, that hurts. And everybody in the room, you know, spontaneously going, I was thinking the same thing. Right. That would take a focus group leader looking, mm-hmm. you know, how does the word normal feel to you? I don't know. Normal? <laughs> you didn't make the uh, the focus group. No, nope. you were kicked out of the focus group and before it began. By the way, Disney has not pulled these films yet, but they have pulled them from the kids sections. Oh, the Glenn Beck program.